on. Can we stop it? No, we started. I, like, I, like, I don't like the breaks in the middle. I think like... It's hard to do that. That sounds better. But it sounds better. Yeah. That's sounding good so far. What day is it? It's Snarly Sunday. <laughs> Where's everyone else? <laughs> so we're starting. <laughs> Here we are. We are starting another fun-filled week of um, Snarly Sunday. So welcome. We got everyone at the table here, and uh, we're gonna jump into things. Uh, the themes for this week were on the 14th we had Wimbledon Day, the 15th was Twitter Day, July 16th was Popcorn Day, Wednesday the 17th was Emoji Day, Thursday the 18th was Potato Chip Day, Friday the 19th was Picnic Day, and Saturday the 20th of July was Man on the Moon Day, commemorating in 1969 when man actually landed on the moon. Can you believe that? No. I, I can't believe that that really happened. And I would just like to say that it was snack week. And, and it was snack week. Do you want to start off by telling us your favorite snack, Mom? Oh, man. Right now, I'm really in love with pretzel chips. Or pretzel crisps. Is that what they're called? Yes. I don't know. They're just they're like flat, flat pretzels. pretzels. And I love them. Pretzel crisps? Or, and peanut butter. Okay. <laughs> and peanut butter. <laughs> peanut butter. Anyway, those are my favorites right now. And... Um, I just feel like when I saw it was snack week, I was like, that's perfect. Because when we're camping, it seems like there's always just like random snacks. And we went camping this week. We did. We went camping. It's perfect. My favorite snack has got to be granola. And I'm missing my granola. Buy some granola. In fact, yesterday we drove past the Winco where we could get our bulk granola. And I, I and I secretly started to plan on Winco rendezvous in the bulk section with granola. <laughs> and just myself. Go- I'm, I'm saying the same I might just snitch out of the barrel. Just, just go buy them. some. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe, I maybe I will. I don't, Ryan. <laughs> Help yourself. Maybe I will. I haven't been buying it. I don't buy granola sometimes because it's expensive. It's not my choice. It's expensive. It's a really high calorie. The boys don't finish it. Food, so I don't eat a lot of it. The boys we don't, like, we don't label our food with calories. No, no, no. But it's like a high. Like you can't eat very much when I could eat like way more of something else. For like thing. a chocolate rice cake. That's got to be the. That's gonna be the snack. That's gotta be the your snack, snack of this our week. people. I do love that actually too. Yeah. Chocolate rice cake. We've filled our pantry with chocolate rice cakes lately. <laughs> so good. So and mom has got this big grin on her face. <laughs> for those of you listening, they can't see. And oh, we, we all love it. Carrot sticks? I love them with those too right now. What? Carrot sticks? Yeah. Those are not a snack. They're a vegetable. They're not a snack. They're a vegetable. It's the same thing. Have I led you guys so astray? <laughs> you can have a vegetable for a snack. Did you? No, know? you can't. Oh. But, uh, uh, yeah, but it's not. If you, if you were to put snack not. foods in an aisle in a grocery store, you're not going to see carrots. It'd be carrots. junk food. That's going to be in the produce no. section. So that's the world we live in. It was the grocery store that's made us all create like it is. Carrots are not snacks. Yeah, it, it's true. We ate a whole bag. It's of true because they're not marketed as snacks. That's so sad. It is. Sad. It's not sad. It's how it's supposed to go. It's how it's supposed to. Be. Well, let's segue from the sad snack news that we've just discussed <laughs> and uh, jump into an exciting week, uh, starting with Wimbledon. Now, hey, Wimbledon. Um, Wimbledon? for those of you that are Tennis. listening that don't know, or for those of you at this table that don't know Wimbledon is a tennis tournament that is very, very 
famous. Some say it, it's boring at this table. What? I I can't watch tennis. It's silent. If, it's if you love tennis, you would get into it. Like, you love soccer, you would love it. That's the only thing that makes it unsilent. So it's like the World Cup for soccer. or for Except it's not as popular. Oh, tennis is popular. Oh, it's way popular. Tennis, tennis is, is popular, popular, but but the thing is, well, but here's the deal: not as many people can see a tennis tournament live because the court is small and there's only one player or doubles, so it's just a different it's dynamic. Kind of a posh sport. Different dynamic, I and there's there's Grand Slam events that are all over the world, um, and Peter just got a book about world records, world records in tennis that he's really excited about. <laughs> But I've loved watching tennis um, since I learned to play um, when I was in high school. And one of the cool things about Wimbledon, we actually traveled to England in 2003 and went to the Wimbledon Museum. That was cool. And it was cool. The history there, it's just of this this game that was invented in England, of all places. And um, Wimbledon is this place that is just this massive campus that's known for its grass. And it's grass tennis courts. And we learned that every year they replace There's every single no court. There's such thing as a grass tennis court. You, I thought obviously you've never there seen is. One, but, but that's how much you know about tennis. How do you play on a grass There's grass and then there's also clay in France. It's uh-huh. tiny grass. Red there's, clay. there's different surfaces like of dirt. clay. Wait, but how do you hit it against For the sure. ground? It's tiny grass. Well, if you guys would watch Wimbledon with me when I they turned go, on, you would know. I did. But that green surface is grass. And one no, of the cool... it's not. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not. All right. It is. We're not going to argue for 45 <laughs> minutes. It's grass, and not only is it grass, I was there. And not only was I there, but I picked some grass and like saved it when I wasn't know. supposed to. <laughs> Confession. But they did never they did never take us down to the grass on the court. Didn't, didn't Scott Thorne also do that? Because He did that at Yankee Stadium. Oh, it was Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Yankee Stadium. <laughs> so I have grass from Wimbledon somewhere, and Scott has uh, some from Yankee Stadium. I anyway, hope ours is thrown away. Mom. Probably not. In fact, I could probably find it. Yeah, like in case it's organized. A glass right. jar. So um, one of the cool things about the, the tournament in um, at the Wimbledon Club is that you're invited to play tennis at the Wimbledon Club only if you've won the tennis tournament or if you, like are part of the families that like founded the club or something like no one can play there. It's really, really strange. Um, it's a tennis and lawn and croquet club. I can't remember, but there's some, there's some history there with croquet as well. When you go play tennis at Wimbledon, you wear white, 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 white. And, and it's like a fashion show. Like if you like fashion and you're into like sports, sports and you're into like gossip and relationships and stuff like it's all there because they play these matches and they're always like showing the tennis players like family or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever in the crowd and um the commentators are whispering and i find it very engaging the queen is there or some sort of english royalty Royalty is there in one of the uh one of the boxes um Anyway, it was awesome to visit. We wanted to eat strawberries and cream there, and they did they were, they were out of strawberries or something. I don't it was know. something ridiculous. Something so ridiculous. That was the only thing that we wanted. It was it September though, so probably just out of season. It was right after the tournament. That's true. So anyway, and this year Roger Federer played. Um, oh, who did he play? Djokovic. Djokovic. What's his name? Djokovic. You go find out his name. I can't remember his first name. Um, 
They played the longest tournament final ever. Would you guys quit staring at each other? <laughs> I can tell I put you in a trance with my... This is how I feel when you talk about soccer. Just, just so you know. Okay? It's the worst. Whatever. You, don't feel you like soccer. Just kidding. I do. I do like soccer. Right. Novak. That's right. Novak Djokovic. They played for over five hours. That's and if dumb. and if you can imagine doing anything for over five hours, I would like, get bored and I would just like give up. Well, these guys didn't <laughs> give up, and they. It was amazing. I, you know, I wasn't able to watch. The, I played soccer for five hours on Saturday. Oh, that no, was she wasn't playing for that straight was five hours. There's a big difference. Yeah. Mom's like, eh, There's a big difference. Like, like, marathoners don't even run for five hours. They run for five Well, the real slow ones. Turtle, turtle. But they're probably probably not running the whole time. No, they're not. I probably would. So can you see how, like, what a feat that is? Especially hitting the ball, like, so hard. That's like, the only thing about tennis is that it's like, it doesn't, there's no, like, set time. So you don't know, you can't make like plans later in the day because you don't know how long it's going to take. <laughs> so you're saying Roger Federer was probably like, dang, I can't make it to your birthday party, nephew. I'm playing in the Wimbledon final and it's just not no, over yet. but if you're watching it or like say if you're like in high school tennis or something like that, and then it's like you have, your family has plans and all of a sudden it takes five hours you weren't planning on it. You're still playing. Okay. I, I don't need to take this abuse from you. Especially <laughs> because everything is compared to soccer, and soccer is just as bad of, as any other sport. So. Why? Same. Tell me. No, it's I'm like not going to argue. It's like on the same level, so why even? Yeah. yeah. Why, why even anyway. argue? Because. Plus, you didn't make up this calendar. I did. It's my day, and I <laughs> love, love, love the final Sunday of Wimbledon for that reason. Oh, and Good I chose to spend time with you instead of watch five hours of tennis. So sure, you did. Wait, what did do we do that good? day? Nothing. We did one of these recordings. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Okay, um, I'm going to take this next date as well. It's oh. Twitter day. Twitter was born in 2006. Has I've it been that long? <laughs> it has been over 10 years. Oh, and wow. um, Twitter... I haven't known I'll just say this. Twitter. Twitter... I have. Twitter's on the calendar because it's culturally significant, but Twitter is a waste Twitter. Right. All social media kind of well, is. I well, have, yeah, that's I'm true. I'm not in connected. I'm like Twitter is not. I don't know anything about. I think that t- Twitter I mean, is a is a place where trolls to just go and <laughs> troll have their day, right? But I did find a, a use for Twitter that I want to share with you, and most of you kind of know pieces of the story, but maybe not all the story. So around 2009, oh, 2010, I, I decided, hey, I should learn what this Twitter is and learn how to use it, and because it's kind of a different language with you know, sending a retweet to someone or hashtagging something or whatever like that. Was Is that all... where the hashtag thing came from? Uh-huh. Twitter? Yeah. Oh, it was Instagram. oh my gosh. Big no, Twitter was way before Instagram. This is crazy. So Twitter starts... There's like this Instagram new language that is, like, being used, and I'm thinking, i got to learn how to use this. And so what I do is I start tweeting what's in my lunchbox every day. And my Twitter handle is at snarlylunchbox. Little did I know it would turn into something that was just like routine. Every day that I was at work, I would just tweet what was in my lunchbox over and over and over and over again. Fast forward 10 years and all of a sudden I've got like close to 2,000 tweets. And throughout that time I had thought, you know, this is really stupid. Why am I doing this? Um, I've kind of learned this. I don't really spend any time here. Um, but I just kept going because most of the time, if I had a thought that day, somebody that I knew would say something about what I posted on 
their Twitter feed. So it's just this weird thing. But anyway, as I, as I uh, got closer and closer to 2,000 tweets, I thought, you know, I'm going to retire this lunchbox because, first of all, it's getting really rickety, really rusty. And um, if I, if I need to, if I need to uh, continue my time on Twitter, I can do it in a different way, not as my lunchbox. So um, that was, what, in May? It was in May. Yeah, just a little bit ago. Um, I got to my 2,000th tweet. Uh, did a countdown to my last tweet and um, had a special retirement lunch for my Twitter account slash metal lunchbox. It was so funny. It was really great. I think it was so funny. And I love it. And I had he people had at work join me. He had people write like tributes. I think that the tributes were my favorite to, part. Yeah. The tributes and then and then we staged the we staged a, an interview with the lunchbox, and the lunchbox told all about itself. It's pretty funny. So it's probably the best thing that ever happened to Twitter, and the thing is, Twitter doesn't even know about it. <laughs> and that's fine. I know. I know about it. Yeah. So this um, episode is not sponsored in part by Twitter, by the way. Um, hardly. No, but, yeah, hardly. Uh, if they wanted to like give it. us money to talk about Twitter, then, you know, give us a call. But um, <laughs> this, that brings another question that I had in my mind. If this was going to be sponsored, if we had an advertisement on this um, little show that we do every week, what would we, what would, would the sponsor be? A random, like one of, a sponsor from like one of the random things we have. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, a calendar like planning company. No, like, Scott. like we have a bunch of random days, and so we just pick one of the days and be like, what sponsor is like, or what like company is related right. to one of these days? Like, okay, like, so like, this, like, this, this sponsor. Yeah, so should we start doing sponsor. that? We'll have like an imaginary sponsor. Yeah. This this um this snarly Sunday is sponsored be. in part by Orville Redenbacher popcorn. Oh, I was thinking ruffles. Yeah. Okay. Or ruffles. Oh yeah, Frito Lay. Yeah, Frito Lay. Yeah, bigger, maybe both. Just kidding. But I don't know. We probably popcorn because I think we like popcorn more. Then, well, then potato chips. We buy more popcorn. I we guess. probably go through way more popcorn than actual potato chips. That's yeah. because we know potato chips aren't healthy and popcorn isn't healthy either, but we still have it. So, Anna, that's a good segue for you to tell us about your popcorn, popcorn affinity. Okay, so popcorn is really great. And then. <laughs> and it is her holy snack. This is my day. Okay. Okay. So, popcorn is like, it's really weird because it like you put a little kernel in the microwave or like on the stove or something, and then you just like cook it, and then it pops, and then it's like a little thing that you eat. What do you think, Dad? Turns you to speak about popcorn because I probably eat about an average of at least one whole popcorn bag a day. Averaged out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. She eats a lot of popcorn. On fun days, too. And didn't we discover that popcorn, or corn in general, has she zero nutritional a... value? Yeah. It just goes through you. She went through it's a stint of eating, like, two popcorn bags a day because she had to eat her snack, and then she had to have energy for soccer, so... Yeah. That was... So that. I had two it have carbohydrates in it, though, doesn't it? Carbs. I guess, yeah, I guess what... Depends on what you put on it. Popcorn is amazing. Popcorn, like, for movies... And if it has butter on it, that's a fat, so that would give you yeah. energy, too. I like feel like I can never get sick of microwave popcorn. 
if it's any other type of popcorn, I can get sick of it. But microwave popcorn, I can just like yeah. never, ever, Pop- ever. Popcorn ever is one of those things that. that has this texture and size and sound. Like it's all there. It's all very unique, and it's very closely linked to the activities where we eat it most, which is typically like snack time, movies, television. Not typically snack time, movies. For well, us, typically snack time. It. People say that we eat popcorn for snacks, and they're like, that takes us back to snacks. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, moving on. Uh, thank you, Anna, for your hot take on You're welcome. popcorn. Um, oh, I also had an essay on popcorn once and how it works. And like, <laughs> we'll get to that after. Wait, wait. Because popcorn works where there's like a little, there's like a think a bit of water inside of it. Oh. Yeah. And then it like boils, and so then it like and then Pops there's also like some out. starch on the inside of it too. So then when the water boils, it'll like pop, and then it like goes inside out. So that's why the kernels on the inside. Reading inside out food. Popcorn kernels. (laughs) Inside out corn kernels. It's pretty delicious. I love that. I love watching popcorn pop in like super slow-mo. Way cool. Because it's still really Because as a kid, like when I was your age, I was like, I will never know what it looks like. Because I just would open the thing. You'd see it. It's already popped. You never got to see it happening. I think I would want to watch a video of that. Yeah, we should that. check one out. Yeah, we should. Okay, okay somebody else's turn. Um, well, it's we're going to talk about Emoji Day on the 17th. I want to go around the room really quick. Say what your favorite emoji is, and then we have a special guest that we're going oh, to yeah. invite into the into the uh, the show. Yeah, the uh, Chandler family has the same, uh, <laughs> the same question to weigh on. So, Joshua, tell us your favorite emoji. Cool emoji. The one you have to the, speak up. You can't cover cool your mouth. Emoji. The cool emoji, sunglasses guy. Okay, Alyssa. Um, either the one where it's laughing so hard that it's crying, or the one that's blushing with the hearts around it. I like those ones. Okay, mom. Should I have to be one of those faces? It's I can do whatever. Well, I probably use like thumbs up the most. Thumbs you up. use thumbs up. I a was lot. gonna say that, but actually, I was hoping that it was gonna be more like a little the kiss. The smoochy face. With the heart. I like the smoochy one, Anna. Mine is the one that's like blushing with the hearts around it because whenever people send me cute pictures, I send that one. You're like, Aww. Yeah. Okay. Has three hearts around it and Either. it's a newer emoji, so just so you know. The happy <laughs> face that's closing its eyes. This one. The one that's like. Good. Like extreme happy. Yes, extreme happy. The one that like happy. has its and mouth open. With my its favorite eyes is out. like the teeth yeah. gritting, like super awkward face emoji. Mm, yeah. yeah. Where it's like, I, like, I a, like a, a long lot. oval. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that one too. I use actually. that one a lot. I drew it on there, yeah. All right, we are going to call the Chandler family. Um, you want to yeah. take care of that? Oh, you drew those three emojis on here. So on this calendar, you're grateful like, for these three. There's emojis. gratitude. I am grateful for those thing, three. Things to write, gratitude points. And Ryan just drew his three favorite emojis. For gratitude. So the Chandlers are our neighbors. Hello. Hello. Hi, Lisa. Lisa, how are you? Oh, got the family here. Yeah, the whole family. I, I apologize because it's taken us a while to get to this um, portion of the uh, the show here because we've been arguing <laughs> about, one about one. every single topic up to this point. So. Yay! <laughs> well, maybe you should have asked us we know everything. I know. <laughs> I know everything. <laughs> maybe you would have added to the argument. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't yet argued about uh, the topic um, emojis, which is why we're calling you. And so far, we've all talked about our favorite emojis. But we want to know 
first of all, um, how the Chandlers use emojis in their communication uh, amongst each other and what your favorite go-to emojis are. Okay. Well, I, it's okay. I'll lead off. Oh, I do have a couple of systems I use here. This is Ryan uh, Chandler, by the way. This, this is Ryan Chandler, yes, and thank you for having me. Yes. Uh, I appreciate the, the uh, invitation. Um, uh, but in usage of emojis, there's a couple couple of ways that, that can be used. Like sometimes um, in uh, uh, combinations of words, we use a couple of emojis. Um, we'll use, a, you know, like... Uh, you know, if you put a couple together, sometimes you kind of piece together a phrase that may be an inside joke between the two of you yeah. or something along those lines. W- w- is that like the uh, old game show hosted by Alex Trebek, uh, Classic Concentration? Can you solve it? Bar plus bra, Barbara, Walt plus tears, Walter, Barbara Walters. If you can do that, you have a chance to win one of these eight Fabulous cards as we play Classic Concentration. And here's the host of Concentration, Alex Trebek. Thank you, Gene. What hi, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once again to Classic Concentration. Yeah, Was that, was exactly. that the name of it? Oh. Exactly. Very oh, similar. Nice. Very similar style, which, you know, might be for another episode or another show one day. <laughs> I think so. Uh, you, you may have to review that one, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. So, uh, but I do have a favorite. I kind of have a go-to when I want to wrap things up on my emoji list. Interesting. I, I don't usually use well, emojis. Well, what, what is it? What is it? We're on pins and needles. Oh, uh, yeah. My, my, mine, is, mine is the hang loose. Hang loose is my, is my signature when I want to wrap up. Um, you know, it's like you got the thumb in the, in the pinky extended. That's my, that's my go-to when I want to wrap things up. Is that available in different ethnicities as well? Yes. It is. You can get multicolored, hang loose. You can get the Hawaiian, the uh, the Japanese. You can get the African-American. <laughs> and the uh, ever-favorite uh, Neapolitan is my favorite. Oh, <laughs> yes. Send the Neapolitan hang loose to a friend, and, and it's a friend for life. <laughs> I, I love that. Okay, so we've got the hang loose. Lisa, did you say what your favorite one is? Okay, my favorite one. So, I am a mom. Sometimes my brain cells don't work well. Sometimes I think something stupid. Sometimes I forget something I was supposed to remember. My go-to one is the lady that has her hand on her forehead and partly (laughs) over her arm. Like, oh my goodness, what was I thinking? (laughs) I, I find that that more often than not and it's kind of my way to be able to laugh at myself and not take myself so seriously when I when I do stupid things yeah I, I thought when you said lady I thought you were going to say lady in the red dress the dancing, the dancing lady, lady. Yeah, so did I <laughs> apparently you don't know me really well <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not very familiar with that emoji I guess I need I could probably utilize that oh. myself <laughs> send it to you I will send it. Share it, share it. Yeah. Okay. Now, now here's a question. How how do the parents use emojis different than the kids? You guys have uh, what are the ages of uh, Gavin and Megan? All right, yeah, you tell us how we do it different than you. Um, so what's your ages? Okay. Well, I'm 16 and Gavin's 18 and Gavin's not here right now. 
But, like, parents sometimes use emojis in funnier ways than emojis. Like, like, my friends, like, their parents, when it's, like, time for them to go home from, like, hanging out somewhere, they'll send it all in emojis. Do they do they misuse the emojis? Do they do they put one down that actually means something else? Have you seen that? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Like you know the one where it kind of looks like you're like praying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that one is actually like a high five emoji. It's not like praying. Are you serious? No, I, I disagree. No, you're wrong, man. I disagree. <laughs> That's not high five. No. No, we all. That is not high five. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a test on that one. If you're to, when you type "thank you," it comes up. That's right. Yeah. I was just gonna say that. Okay. Well, that's what I've been taught that it means high five. That's because people I've don't want to taught. acknowledge prayer at school. High five is different. High five. Oh, <laughs> high, <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> high five is a single hand with like um, little rays coming out of it. No, and a, and then there's a double high five with that's two hands with little mm-hmm. like lines coming off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, there is. Yeah, <laughs> parents are in agreement. <laughs> Megan, what's your favorite? Um, mine is the one where I have two favorites. So there's one where like the tongue sticking out, and then the eyes are like all like cross-eyed. It's like goofy. Oh. I love it. Oh yeah. I love okay. I use or there's um, I like the one. <laughs> It's like got like the little devil horns and it's smiling. <laughs> I love using that one. <laughs> is, like you're being so wicked. <laughs> is is it purple or is it yeah. red? It's purple. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like midway there, devilish, right? Because there's there's one yeah. in there that's like full on Beelzebub. Like yeah. This yeah. Red ugly face. Yeah. yeah I, no, not that. I think that googly cross-eyed one with the tongue out. That's that's my version of Lisa's. Like, stick, you know, pat the head. Going crazy? <laughs> yeah, I think that's my version. I'm just like, Wah, I'm crazy. I can't think of it. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Megan says a bad word sometimes, so I created an emoji for her bad word. Sometimes she says, and you might have to beep this out, but she says, do sometimes. Naughty. I, I'm sorry. I, I forgot this is for the family. <laughs> <laughs> I have to clean that up. And That's she when she's using her devil face. <laughs> so she has her sign language for stupid, and it, she draws the letter S with her finger and then points to the head. So if she ever looks at you at church and she draws an S and points to her head, she's calling you a stupid. <gasps> and she only does that to people she really loves. Like, Aww. you know that she cares about you if she calls you that. So I created an emoji for her. <laughs> And I have the finger, I have an S, and then I have a person's head. Not the finger. Not the finger. A finger. Pointer. This episode's taking a turn. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. Well, we don't say around here, so. That's not true. I'm so sorry. We'll have to bleep out the entire episode. You say you created an emoji, Lisa. What does that entail? 
<laughs> me just putting three emojis together. Oh. <laughs> we're, we're not as... See, I could see Ryan actually creating his own line of emojis, yeah. but no, we just do some that are already created and put them together. That's, tr- that's clever. Well, Smart. let me yeah. let me tell you a little. Um, this isn't an emoji; it's a a punctuation mark, and I didn't make it up. But you can program it into your phone. It's called an interabang. Have you heard of this? Oh. No. Okay, so you know when you're writing something to someone that is both exclamatory, but also it's like unbelievable. So you want to use both exclamation points and question marks. Yeah. yeah. So the interabang <laughs> is. Um, is actually a combination of an exclamation point and a question mark. It's a real thing. You could Google it. You can look it up. You can see the history of it. It just hasn't caught on yet, which is why you've never heard of it. Um, But as you can imagine, it looks kind of like a a morph between the two. And... um, Yeah, Alyssa just looked Alyssa it up. Alyssa just Googled it. Alyssa, Alyssa just looked it up. But you can you can actually program that into your phone so that when you uh, do type in like an exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, it will actually translate that into a pair of interrobangs. Interesting. That word is quite... Um, hey, we are, we are searching that. What is it called? <laughs> just a little factoid. Factoid. So not, not an emoji, but it's like, it's official. It is official. So, how do you spell that? Uh, I N. How did you spell Alyssa? Intero. No, I N T E R A B A N G. Interabang. And now ah. you know. <laughs> oh, there it goes. Very cool. Yeah. Yep. And you can, if you, if you uh, like, search in Google, like how to text an interrobang, it'll uh, give you the instructions how to program it. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wait, what? So, I think this is really, I'm going back to Megan's comments because I think it's really interesting that, Megan, your description of how old people use emojis in our house is actually flip flopped. Like, what do you mean? My kids. Well, there's like one. My boys will, my boys will like send long strings of emojis and they'll like send. Um, like I want to say cryptid like they're trying to say something with their emoji strings and anyway and in our and my mostly just like thumbs up or googly face I'm crazy anyway yeah they use they overuse them yeah it's scary just thought I'd mention it's oh. in our homes I yeah. suppose but the over like, go, go ahead to your house sometimes you have like little I've known like Little kids use like a lot of emojis, and then they get older and they start using less, and then as they get older, they start using more again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everything else, right? Yeah. It just comes full circle. Exactly. <laughs> I think That's you're probably right. We're not, yeah. we're not old enough yet. That's a good observation. Yeah. I, I also like yeah. the observation that compares emojis to like hieroglyphics. Mm-hmm. Like that's the way we're headed mm-hmm. towards our communication. <laughs> kind, of, kind of interesting. Yeah. But I'm, I'm realizing that some statements that you write in like an email or a text, like sometimes if you don't put an emoji, you really put into peril the interpretation of whatever it is you texted. Like people won't know if you're being serious or they won't know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's almost become a necessity for like 
like corporate communication, sadly enough, because of the way we communicate sometimes. You don't want to offend people, so you've got to write like a little emoji to just let people <laughs> know you're smile, kind of chill. I'm you know? happy, or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. Things don't get lost in trans- translation with a little emoji on the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're That's totally. Funny. Well, this, this invention of emojis is, uh, one thing it does do is it brings people together, just like it brought us together today. So we really, really appreciate your, your input. We love hearing Absolutely. new voices on our show. And, yeah. uh, and this is the point in the show when we say, if you want to keep joining us along for other topics, feel free. We've got three more. Do, do you want to join us or are you going to go off to dinner? We're, uh, we're actually right in the middle of Rocky Four, so we may take a rain check. <laughs> oh. That's so weird, Ryan. That's we were so just weird. Talking about Ryan Rocky and I yesterday. were just having a Rocky discussion yesterday. <laughs> which is which is the best what? Rocky? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four. Four is the best? Rocky. That's what she's saying, Rocky Four, but I haven't seen either of the Creed. I think Creed 2 is the best of all of them, though. I saw Creed 1, but let's just talk about Sylvester Stallone Rockies. I would say that the first one would have to be the best to me, but I'm not a Rocky, like, aficionado. No. I, I, in fact, I realize I don't think I've seen Rocky at all. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Basically, there, there's the original, uh, you know, he did at his very roots at that part, and there's nothing to be said for that, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys enjoy Rocky. You really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You gotta see uh, see Drago go against Rocky. Yeah, yeah. I will break you, right? I I will break you. <laughs> <laughs> um, another another little factoid. Um, the guy who played uh, Drago also played in uh, the first He Man motion picture, live action really? motion picture. Yeah, and Courtney Cox from Friends fame. She was in that as. Uh, uh, a little love interest for He-Man. Oh, in He-Man, not in He-Man. No way. And, and the guy, I wish I, Dolph Lundgren is his name. He played in a sequel to uh, Kindergarten Cop. Um, oh. We streamed that not too long ago. It's not a good show. I think it's funny. He probably should have stopped at Rocky Four. <laughs> I loved it. But uh, just just a little factoid there. Why we'll have to do a movie review. A movie review, yeah. <laughs> Just review his whole career. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, awesome, you guys. Tell Gavin that we missed him, and uh, next time I see him, I'm going to ask him what his favorite emoji is. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for having us thank on you your show. Family. Yeah, you bet. We'll we'll hope to see you soon. Bye, Chandler's. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Who's Gavin? Who's Gavin? He says. Curly hair. Curly hair Curly Gavin. Hair. Yeah. Curly hair Gavin. From the Chandler family. All right. We love the Chandlers. They have lived uh, close to us for a long time. I know him, but who was the boy that was talking? Joshua, I don't think that anyone can hear you. Joshua's upside down under the table. <laughs> Joshua, it was Brother Chandler that is Joshua, or Peter's teacher in primary. Can you sit up, dude? I was dude? talking. With curly hair. Mm-hmm. I was talking? Yep. Then who's Gavin? His son. I don't know who Gavin is. He's 18 okay. years old, and you might not know who Gavin is. And Gavin probably doesn't know your name either, but that's <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. All right. <laughs> okay, Alyssa, take it away. We're going to talk potato chips now. Potato no, chips. No, we got to hustle. Yeah. They're potato chips. They're yummy for a snack. Do you have a favorite kind, a favorite flavor? I like barbecue chips. You're big into the barbecue. Are you a finger um, cleanser when you're done? You lick them? 
clean? I do. I do. I, I just rub them off. I go like this. That's gross. Okay, I think everyone should, because I think in our family, let me see if I can guess. I'm the mom. Let's see if I can guess. Barbecue for barbecue. These are the kinds that I think that you guys like to eat. But you have to give us each plain. One. Yeah. Like his own. Like salted, just like ruffles. Anna like salted, so plain. Salt and That's vinegar for Peter. Sour cream and onion for Joshua. No, I got <laughs> all right for Joshua. I love what sour. What do you like? Oh, ruffles. Yeah, ruffles. That's just like plain, just salted ruffles. Ruffles are so good. I like yeah. ruffles they're are strong. You like them? They're not. sturdy. Like, yeah, they're ruffles. as far as a dip chip funny. goes, like they're good. Those That's extra good. ruffles. Flake off. They just they do the job. Mm. They do it. Frito Lay is pretty good though. Yeah. That's pretty good. Good job, but Frito still, Lay. still. Okay, so we got barbecue, sour cream, and onion. Anybody? Yeah, that's. I, think, I can enjoy I think it, but I can't. I can't eat it for very long. Yeah, same. Really it's probably best that we can't. I like. Eat it for I like very long. um the salt and vinegar because. Oh, I hate it. it Peter's crazy. I just love. I can eat maybe one. I can eat. I can eat. <laughs> I just <laughs> like the way it makes my tongue feel like sour stuff. It doesn't okay. make your tongue feel it. Makes chips it. should not, not make sour. your tongue. Okay. Settle, settle so down. everyone has their own opinion everyone, on the Everyone, this is this is a hotter like. topic than I thought it would be. Best. We need to get out I just, of this. Thought, I just wondered if I could call it, and I think Weird. I did pretty well. You did. Um, no. Speaking of uh, chips, uh, chips make a great um, sandwich. Uh, they make uh, for a great place not a sandwich. at the uh, the picnic the table. Picnic table. Oh, so, what a segue! And I asked mom to give us a breakdown of a picnic. I want her to tell us. Like there's there's preparing for a picnic and then there's also preparing for a picnic and I think yeah. that Becky is incredible at planning just the good like the small little details that make these little things like really really shine really special. Can you tell us Thanks, what Dad. you go into uh, what goes into planning a great picnic? Well, people number one. Okay. That's the most, most well, Let's important. say a picnic for six. Let's do that. Okay, so if we're going to picnic, it kind of depends because there can there's a couple of options. There's just throw a loaf of bread and peanut butter in the bag and let's go because <laughs> we need to hustle and we're just going to do that with some granola That's bars our and a baggie, of gra- a baggie of carrots or something. Yeah. Like just something super fast. <sighs> then there's the picnic where we're like, we're really going to do this and we make sure we have the chips and we make sure we have our ski sandwiches. Which everyone they're just ham and cheese sandwiches, but, ham and yeah. cheese, but we make eat. sure we have the lettuce and we make sure we have the mayo and the mustard and the tomatoes, tomatoes and you know all the things that we need. Um, also, one thing my mom taught me is a tablecloth goes a long way. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a tablecloth, sometimes ground. we've used a towel or we've used a blanket, but I think it's nice to have a tablecloth. A tablecloth to me just means you're serious. Yeah, like even the plastic really... ones from the dollar store. Yeah, or plastic yeah. ones from the dollar store. Yeah. But what are the plastic ones? I the think ones you can like stick your finger on and go. I just... think it's always nice to have a little treat at the end. I think a little round cookie is something that I prefer to put, in, put into my. Little, you can't. <laughs> little, not not quite little. a macaron, but just I'm a thinking like like a, quarter, like a quarter or quarter. Those sandwich cookies I feel like are perfect picnic cookies, and sandwich. I don't know why. Oreos, I think, are the best. Oreos are good. So, anyway, that's what I have to say, but we have picnicked a lot, because growing up, my family didn't usually ever go out to eat. Like, when we'd come down to Canada, which we did every year, and it'd be a road trip, and we'd go to eat one time on the trip, because it costs a lot. I feel like we don't go out. And so, my parents would always, just one minute, then you have a turn. My parents would always just pack a lunch, and my mom always... And she's the one who's the expert. She always, I mean, I was thinking about the reunion and how she she gets her, the 
you know, tablecloth out and she lays everything out so you can just come and just really have a nice picnic. I'm a little bit more, I'd say she's like a 10 and I'm kind of like an eight picnicker. Like I just, I sometimes don't pull it all out or I'll leave it in the baggies and she puts it out on a plate. Like she makes it really nice and and I'm kind of a little bit more low key. But anyway, Anna had something to say that I cut her off on. I was going to say something about restaurants was kind of off topic, but like how you said you didn't go out to eat much when you were growing up, when you were growing up. I don't feel like we go out to eat very much. Like we do a lot, but there was this one time around my birthday where I had the opportunity to go out to eat like three times in a row. And I was all like, this is weird and not enjoyable. She got all weirded out. She was like, why are we going out to we eat so much? We don't to keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. We've had like some interesting out experiences going out to eat. Uh, what, yeah, what's your favorite picnic, Ben? Do you have a memorable picnic? When we go skiing. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a different time. We'll have to have that on another but what's, Wait, what? uh, what's your what? favorite picnic experience? Do you have a memory that was like... Skiing. Skiing. That consider, well, that That's was a really, picnic. remember the day that we went up skiing and it was super sunny and we had the whole really day to pretty. ski and we, we like had our picnic outside, like just on the side of hot the Hot chocolate yeah. and everything. We had our hot chocolate, we had some chips, we had sandwiches and we just sat out and it was, it was so, so sunny. Fun. It, it was, was so, so nice. nice That's how we discovered our ski sandwiches is because we would always Bring take those sandwiches when we'd go. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. two favorite picnic experiences. Um... And I'll do them in reverse order. When we went, when we were on our way up to Canada, and we picnicked at the rest stop and, and celebrated Elizabeth's birthday. birthday. Oh. <laughs> she was one, she was one year old, and we were like, no, we're going to do this. We're going to do this as family. But there was the tablecloth. We had the dessert that was special and for cupcake, Alyssa. Yeah. Everyone had some food. Um, that was really fun. And then the we other one. We have a one, video of it, and it seemed just like chaos. I believe, I believe <laughs> we even had a picnic basket. Maybe we didn't, but you blindfolded me. Oh, yeah, we used to have a picnic basket. And you had gotten some Chinese food and taken me to the Leighton Park. Yeah. We had a picnic, and and then we went rollerblading. I, I bought think. you rollerblades for your birthday. Yeah. That's when we used to celebrate, like, <gasps> I our kind birthdays. Of, and we went to your mom and dad's house after for cake. It seems like we took a cake for okay. your mom we and dad. We used to have a picnic basket. Yeah. I really this is that basket. Yeah, it was pretty heavy, though, so I think I got rid of it. We should get another one. But this is what's funny. This is off topic. We're doing, today we're doing off topic stuff. I was thinking about this picnic and the rollerblading. For Ryan's birthday, I always was doing things that I don't think he necessarily, like, when we first, the first year we got married, I decided we'd go hiking. And he doesn't even like yeah, hiking. 10 days after I had knee surgery. After, 10 days after he had knee surgery, I was like, come on, let's go hiking. Wait, and he's wait, like, what happened when he like in the mountain? Yeah. It's fine. I think he ended up just, we went up and just walked around a little bit. Yeah, I just walked. It was, yeah. it was a hike. It was uphill. Yeah. No, I wasn't on crutches anymore. No, but... he was off the crutches by then. So that's funny. And then I guess the next year, I think probably the next year, that I got him rollerblades. And he was like, okay, rollerblades it is. <laughs> We've enjoyed them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, now now kids wear them. Kids have used them more than... Dad's disappeared. Yeah, well, good. <laughs> anyway. Thanks a lot. I think it's funny. Now I, just I never use them. They're no, too big. Yeah, now birthday's a little different. So, Well, thank you, Mom. Picnics will always be special. I think all the kids will um, hold themselves to a higher standard when picnicking because of your example. So. Oh, I think the Castletons thank really you. taught us how to picnic. They did. They did for sure. Um, Saturday, the 20th of July. Uh, I'm losing everyone's attention here, so hold on. Stay with me. Hold on. We're almost there. We just need to hear Joshua's Do the name. math. Peter, if in 1969, July 20th, um, the first man stepped on the moon. How many years ago was that yesterday? Can you tell us? 50. Yep. Tell us. 
Is it 50? 51. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. 51. Is it no, 50? 50. No, 50. It would be 50. It's 1969. So it's 50 20. years ago? I was just guessing, guys. I'm it's good at math. It's the 50th anniversary of the movie. That's why it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't seen it being a big deal. Maybe I just need to tune into something else. It's yeah, a big 50 deal years. at our house. I cannot believe that. It was mentioned in Sunday school today. It was. Okay. <gasps> I had stepped out for that. So 50 years ago, a man decides he's going to stand on the moon. And um, we, we did a little bit of research just looking at uh, astronaut, um, astronaut documentaries. And um, it's incredible that someone, first of all, imagined, hey, let's get there. And that second of all, that it actually happened. Because when you think about all of the risks and all of the problems that could potentially occur, like you're essentially risking that you're going to launch a couple of people, slingshot them into space miss their target and then they just keep going for eternity I know. like into space i can't imagine anything worse i'll have to be the first people yeah but that hasn't happened i mean there's been other problems and other catastrophes but that hasn't happened. like an explosion think, i just have to just put this it's making me think dad and i were talking about different things yesterday like just different projects on the house and it's funny when we talk because we're like i'll say i want to do this and he's like you, like all the questions just start coming, you know, like, well, I don't know how to do that. Or this isn't even, we can't do that because this seems too hard or whatever. And I'm thinking about the people who are in space or who decided to put the man, people on space. Probably not. People yeah. on space. Some people didn't. <laughs> Some people decided to just keep going, right? And to figure it out. Well, and, and here's the thing. And in the, in the documentaries that we've watched, there have been times when NASA has been doing all of these projects, right? And they've been unsuccessful. There's been death. There's so been explosions. And you see, um, you know, the public cry out saying, hey, this is a waste of money. There's and all this money going towards NASA and exploration. And it's really just causing problems and it's, you know, killing people or whatever. And that's a huge deal. So getting to the moon was actually a huge, huge deal because they had conquered, you know, that uh, that goal they had accomplished it but i remember when i grew up um what happened in 1985 86 they're you know launching shuttles into space and they had um launched a shuttle into space that had a school teacher on it and that was a big deal and they wanted all the kids in classrooms all over the uh, united states to watch this and um we're watching 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 and all of a sudden the challenger space shuttle explodes and it was tragic. Wait, that Just happened? tragic. Yeah. You didn't know like that? on t- television, we're watching it and, you know, emotional for the kids, emotional for the teachers, and for the country, really. Um, and I think that, you know, that's something that's hard to bounce back from. And just yesterday we were talking about the movie Space Camp with the kids, and I'm still really kind of disappointed you didn't finish watching it. <laughs> we'll we're going to watch it with you. We'll watch it. We, but we but that movie out. came out just a few years after, and I I really I'm going to look up you know the you um, the details about the yes. I'm wearing my NASA shirt yeah, but I'm going to look up the details of this movie because I really feel like it was um, it was probably a PR move also from NASA to just be like hey, space exploration is not bad. Yes, accidents do happen. This was tragic, but if you think about it, the people that were watching Space Camp as kids. They are the people traveling into outer space today. You know, like NASA had to plant seeds, you know, decades and decades in advance so that they can get the talent to take interest in space exploration and want to go, which just baffles me. Because if you think about like the plans to go to Mars, 
you know, they say, well, we plan to go to Mars in 2030. Well, who's going to be alive in 2030 in the perfect position to, you know, man the flight to Mars? Right, unless it's they kids. Space it's you. It's your age, you know, kids your age, which is, to me, just unbelievable. I'm not going to space. So, yeah, maybe not. Probably not. I just want to build stuff. That will go Peter to wants space. to build stuff. You want to build stuff that will go to space, but not. <clears throat> Peter, you want to be Mark Robert. Well, one of the great things about uh, about getting to the moon in space is not just like collecting moon rocks, but so much has happened with communication and satellites and all of these things that was um, a direct blessing from heading to the moon and getting to space. So um, super cool to think about that for a day. And uh, anyway, we'll leave it at that. Bye! Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Joshua, you've been wanting to get out of here for an hour. I think so. we just need to. Have you talked yet? You need Bye. to take a. You need to take a break. It's a Joshua break. Ready? Go. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hey, uh, before I lose you, give me thirty more seconds. This week is Shark Week. Okay, we don't get into Shark Week because like we don't have the Discovery Channel, but we can get into sharks. So today, Jaws Day. Tomorrow, Bikini Day. The twenty third, Barbecue Day. The 24th is in Utah. It's Pioneer Day. The 25th, I love this, and, and it's in conjunction with my dad's birthday. The 25th of July Take is you. Dad Jokes Day. Oh, Can't wait. We better go hang out Can't with wait. Gordo. The 26th is Gordo. Yoga Day, and the 27th of July is Licorice Day. Are you a Red Vines or are you a Twizzler? Red Vines. Red Vines. We will discuss Red Vines. it. In, we will discuss it next week. So get ready. We might even have to have Grandpa on the show next week so he can discuss his uh, affinity for licorice and dad jokes. Probably be a good idea. Anyway, thanks for being with us. Love y'all. And uh, we'll be thinking of our sponsor for next week, too. The sponsor <laughs> next week should be Twizzlers. Twizzlers. Yeah. Or no, Red Vines. Red Vines. Fake, fake sponsor. Okay, we we, we're going to throw that. it out there. Twizzlers uh-huh. or Red Vines. Whoever really Red wants the sponsorship, it's up to you. <laughs> Reach Barbecue out to Dave. us. It could be, like, Famous Dave's. It could be. Uh, All right, bye. till then, bye.